0: Welcome to Pathway to Faith podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. was talking, I said, we're going to talk about the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God. But before we do that, I want to also quickly, I just want to encourage every man that we have an encounter this weekend from Friday to Sunday. Now, You may ask, what is an encounter? Well, this is when you go in and get something from God. We go in there's no titles, no no pastors, no ministers. We just go in as Troy. We go in and we go in three days from Friday to Sunday where we just spend time with the Lord. No, no cell phones, no electronics, just bring your Bible and the pass water, your bed. We got room here, we got food, just men coming together and spending time with the Lord. And I guarantee you, when you leave here Sunday morning, you're gonna have an encounter with God. Amen. And as anybody who ever been to an encounter, they will let you know that it's an awesome, awesome experience to really be this just separated from the world for those three days and just you and God and your brothers. And it's an open encounter. So if you want to attend, see Minister uh, Clifton, you can sign you up or go online to Everbright. You can sign up and uh, call and get all the information you need. So you can be here. Just pray about next God for those three days to set aside for you and God, Amen. So the title of my message today: Facing the Fire, the Faithfulness of God. You know, sometimes when we go through situations, we go through obstacles, and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's situations you're like, I don't know how I'm gonna get through this. It's just like a fire, just a fire. But we have to always realize that God is faithful. He is faithful to his word. And when the obstacles and the trials come, they're trying to get you distracted to get off the word. To get off trusting God and stand on the word. Because God is faithful. Now we may get off, but he is faithful to his word. He will come through for you. So whatever situation you may be facing today, and we all facing something. You may act like you're not you got it all together. We all are facing something that we need from God. And if you just hang in there and don't give up and stand on the word, he's going to come through for you. He always come through for us. We give up. We give up. We throw in the towel. But God said, just stand and hang in there. So I just want to encourage you today on God's faithfulness. God is faithful to his word. How faithful are you to his word? How faithful are you to his word? Do you run to social media and run to different things when, it's, when pressure comes? Because the pressure comes. to come. Soon when you decide that you want to do something from God, are you believing in God for something? Instantly, the enemy is going to come for the word. Soon when you put your scriptures out and say, I'm standing on, he's coming. He's coming to distract you from the word. So now, instead of you still, saying the word, you're saying the problem. You, You know, I wish, I wish, I wish. So he's going to come with the bills, all the bills looking, stacking up. He's going to come with sickness. The kids are acting up. He's going to come with whatever he can to distract you. And whatever you put your attention on, that's where it's going. And if you operate in fear, you're not going to get the things you want from God. And I'm just speaking, I'm saying it because we all go through it. So, this is a, a, a testimony to let you know that we all go through it. Sometimes when, the, when things are happening in your life, you're like, God, what is going on? But you have to stand firm and know that He's faithful. If you look back over your life, look at the time that He didn't came through for you. L- look at the times and say, He came through for that. I was believing for that. God came through. God showed up. God showed up. So, He's going to show up this time. So, whatever you standing on, believing God for, he's gonna show up. Just get your scriptures and stay on the word. No matter what it looked like, and the, the distraction is gonna come. But you just stand firm in the word. God, you said in the word by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. You said, Father God, my kids is gonna come in and be saved and live for you. Stand on the word, no matter what they're doing out there in the world. That's just don't worry about I know what I saw for my kids. So the enemy is gonna make you think it looks so bad and your kid is the worst one. No, no, that's not what I saw. That's not what I'm standing on. You stand on the word. So don't give up, amen? In Mark 11:23, I'm just going to say some scriptures, then we're going to go into the lesson. What does it say? And Jesus answered and said to them, what? Have faith in God. Have faith in God. He said, have faith in God. Psalms 119, 89 to 90. I want y'all to read with me because I want y'all to have faith in the word. Read. Oh, Lord. Come on. Say your faithfulness through all generations. Everywhere you look in the Bible, men and women of God who stood on the word of God, stood on God no matter what looked like, God always came through for him. He always showed up, but we get in our emotions and get distracted. Another scripture, Deuteronomy 7, if you put that up, let's read. Therefore, he is faithful I mean, he is faithful. Another scripture I want us to read before we get into the lesson. is Lamentation three twenty-two. Put that up, please. Read. Next verse. Great is his faithfulness. And that's how you have to read the word. Great is his faithfulness. So I want to talk to you tonight, the little time that I do have. If you have your Bibles, go to Deuteronomy. I mean, uh, Daniel three. Let's go to Daniel three, and I want to talk to you about three Hebrew boys that was faithful, that they considered God faithful, and they didn't bow down. And sometimes the enemy will try to get you to bow down to the world, to the way people are doing things, and you bow down. God said, don't bow down to anyone but God. And I'm going to read and I'm going to tell you this story just to go into just a story about the three Hebrew boys. We know that there was three Hebrew boys from Judah and they were forcefully ad- abducted into s- slavery in Babylon. So there was three Hebrew boys. So they went into slavery and they were held there and the king, Nazabedad, whatever his name, I'm trying to pronounce it, and uh, he thought that he can take these boys and, because they was young, strong men. They were strong. They looked nice. They had a nice attitude. He take, thought that he can take them into his captivity, train them up, and use them for his purpose. So King Nezabedazah, what's the Nezabedaz- okay. Yeah, amen. He thought that he could use them for his purpose. He thought that they would bow down to him and use them for his purpose. But I wanna read the story to you and show you that they didn't bow down. Amen? Let's start at verse 14. Let's read together. Come on, let's read verse 14. I'm sorry, 3, 14. Saying to them, Stop right there. So he's threatening them in a sense. So he came to me because they told me these three guys, they wasn't gonna worship your God. The problem he did, he put them in a school and he trained them the word. So they was trained in the word. So their faith was in God. So their faith wasn't in what he was doing. So he, they was trained young men. They wasn't just, they was trained and it was, their fate was in God. Continue verse 15. Now if you are ready, at the time you hear the sounds of the horn, so he's telling them, now if you're ready, I already tempted you and told you, now if you're ready, I'm going to give you another chance. He said, if you are ready, he said, with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. He said, if you do that, that's good, we're cool. He said, but if you do not worship, you shall be cast, what did he say, immediately, Ooh, that's fear. So he's putting fear. In. You're going to be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And, look like what say, and who is the God, lowercase, who will deliver you from my hands? That's what he's threatening with. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nazarbadazel, <laughs> we have no need to answer you in this matter. He said, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Now, look what they said in verse 17. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And what did it say after that? And what? And he will deliver us from your hand, O King. Now, as I read and study this, don't that sound like a, a, a positive confession of faith? They didn't say if. They didn't say thou. They say our God who we serve, O king. Let's read that again. And this, if this is the case, our God who we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And what? He will deliver us from your hand. Sometimes you're in the midst of a situation and you don't know what's going on. But God will deliver you. He will deliver you. Verse 18, what did it say? But if not. Let's stop right there. Now, as I read this, I'm reading it as a man of faith. Everybody else reading and think that he's saying, but if God don't deliver us. Why would you make a positive statement that quick saying, God is able to deliver us and he will deliver us, then right after that and say, but if he don't? Me personally, this is me, this is Troy. I believe they were saying, But if you don't, put us in the fiery furnace. No, if you change your mind, because look what they said right after that. Read that verse 18. Read the whole thing, 18. Did they say did not? Did not is past tense. That means they've ever been killed. Let it be known. They didn't say that. They said, let it be known. Let it be known, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship. If you're dead, how can you worship something if you're dead? Seriously. If they are throwing in, so they're saying, no, this is me. I'm not telling y'all this is me. He's saying, no, if you change your mind and don't throw us in there, let it be known that we did not, don't go back and tell them, but they changed their mind, you know what I'm saying, so I didn't throw them in there. They're still standing on the word of God. They're saying, we're not moved by, if you, hey, if you change your mind, we're still not doing it. Because how would you make a positive confession like that? Because that, it just bothered me. First they said, we will not serve, we're not going to serve your God, saying all this, and then said, but if you don't. Meaning, you're trusting God at one minute, but then you're saying, but if you don't? So where, where are you at? You're trusting him? So where are you at? I believe they were saying, if you change your mind, let it be known that we are still not going to serve your God. We're still not going to be bowed down to you. So when we come out of this, don't make no excuses and say, well, they bowed down. That's why I didn't kill them. No, I, we are still. They were so convinced that God was going to deliver them. that they said, if you change your mind, we're still not going to do it. We're still not going to do it. And look what the king did. Read 19. Come on, read. I want y'all to read this to get it in y'all's spirit. Ooh, he was mad. He was mad. Mmm, anger. Verse 20, come on. Stop there, stop there. He was so mad. That they told him that they wasn't gonna do what he wanted them to do. He said, turn it up. And that's how the devil is when you tell a devil, No, you're not doing so. He said, Turn up the fire. Ooh, I'm gonna send more demons at him. Turn up the fire. You ain't gonna do what? You mean to tell him you're not gonna the club, you're not you're not you're not doing what? Oh, turn up the fire. And then you know, you know what most people do? They cave in. So when the fire gets hot, right? I just like putting your hand in the oven. That, just imagine how hot that was. And they had every choice, like some of you probably would, when the, the mark of the beast come, you're going to be giving me the, you're gonna, you got to be that bold and that determined with God and say, I'm not doing it. I would rather die before I do it. And that's what they were saying. I would rather die before I worship you, O King. So there was like, and then can you imagine, I would always read, I would look at, there's three of them. Can you think, one of them probably said, you know, we can, You know, we don't have to do it. Somebody, but all three of them was that convinced. It was three of them that was that convinced that we're not doing it. So sometimes when the enemy come against you and come against your flesh and tell you you want to do something, you got to be bold enough to say, I'm not doing it. No, you have to talk to your flesh. So men, when you come here this week, listen, you tell the devil, whatever I did, I'm not doing it no more. You don't control me. You don't control me. You have to be that bold. Let's continue on. Verse 20. Ooh, look, he got his men now. Come on, let's read. Now, look, look, look. He told them, it's already hot in the furnace. He putting clothes on the men. He put a coat, but he said, Verse 21, and, and let me see, I'm gonna read. Then, then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the fire. Come on now, <laughs> it's already hot. And you putting clothes on the brothers. You want them to burn quick. So they bound them, and that's how the devil take. I got you now. Ooh, I got you. That bill is due. I know you're going to cave in. That, ooh, it's due tomorrow, and he's just in your head. You know, what you going to do? What you going to do now? I'm going to do the same thing I did before you, I'm um, the same thing. I'm trusting God. What you going to do now? You, your body feels sick. You know you get the flu every month. No, I'm going to do the same thing. I don't get sick. What you going to do now? I'm going to do the same thing. When thoughts come, uh, come in my throat, I say the same thing. I don't get sick. That's what I tell the devil. I'm not getting sick. you bring thoughts in your mind. You got to be bold just like that and tell them what you're not doing. You have to speak it out. Don't. The Bible, one of the scriptures said, uh, take no thought." saying. You take the thought when you say it. Soon when you get a cold, oh, I, feel, I feel like I'm catching the flu. You took the thought. You know what the flu said? Okay, I'm coming on you of my arthritis, of my, my, my sickness. You know, I got cancer. I got you claiming all this stuff. No, it'll, just, it'll try to attack your body, but you resist it with the word. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. sickness. You have no authority in my body. I command you to go. I command you. And my wife will tell you, if sickness try to come out. You're not coming in this body. You're not coming here. So you have to take that authority. Go to the next verse. What is we on? 20, 23. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the fiery furnace, the burning fiery furnace. And King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast in three bound in the midst of the fire? So he's looking in there. It was three of them in there. Now this when you pass the test. This when God show up. When you don't give up, I mean to the last day, and you're still standing on the word. God, I believe you. I believe you, God. They're going to turn the lights off at 5 o'clock, but I'm standing on your word. God wants that type of faith. God wants, he don't want you to move and get, He wants you to still stand in his word and see him come through, and he'll show up for you. The next verse, what did he say? Come on, y'all. Come with me, because I love this story every time I read it. The next one. Read it out loud. Let's read. Jesus looking like the, come on now that means God has stepped in that means God has stepped in and as Christians we have to believe that this type of stuff happened to us yeah you come into church you get strong but you have to believe supernatural things like this God is coming in the midst of you it's going to happen he said according to your faith be it unto you according to your faith be it unto you. So if you want something from God, you got to have faith to receive it. Fear is not going to get it. Fear and doubt and complaining and murmuring is not going to get it. you got to have the faith of God. So when this man of God pastor, standing up here and you see him decreeing, and clear, he have faith in his word. He have faith in his God that he served. That's why things happen like he spoke. Some things he be saying, I'd be like, Jesus, let it come through. You know what I'm saying? This man of God got faith like, I'm serious. He got faith, and I'm I'm trying to get to that. I'm trying to get to the faith because doubt, things still try to come to my head. But this man of God got to that level, and I I believe our man of God got to a level to where he have trust in God so much he don't have a doubt. He don't have no doubt when he says something, is going to come to pass. And that's why it come to pass. So you have to be that strong in your faith. When you speak it, it's going to happen. And go to sleep. Don't stay up all night worried about it. Don't get on the phone talking to your neighbor. Don't listen. It's going to happen. My kids or someone, I go in the room, I lay hands on, I speak the word over by the stripes of Jesus. He is healed. No weapon formed against him. I don't, I don't cry and, and weeping all night. It's going to happen because I spoke it. So you have to be that bold when you speak the word of God that no matter what it look like, it's going to happen. Let's finish this story so we can go on. Come on, let's finish on verse 26. Oh, geez, look what he said, read. That's yeah, yeah, right, Meshach and Abednego. Not as servants of the Most High God. First, they, you know what I'm saying, you want them to bow down and say, now you're the servant of the Most High God. And that's what it's going to look like when you stand on God's word and people see that God came through from you, they're going to, glory going to go to God. They're going to see our faith as Christians when we stand on the word of God and don't give up. And see, oh, it's going to be done. I used to have so much faith in praying for people than I did for myself. I used to have so much faith, when I pray for somebody to happen like that, and I'd be like, you know, when I pray for myself. God told me one day, he said, "Troy, have faith in your prayers. You can pray for somebody, and you just—it's gonna happen, and it, it happens because you have faith in what you're saying. But when it comes to you, doubt and, and disbelief come to your mind. Like, is it really gonna happen? You got to have that type of faith when you pray for somebody else. The same for you, because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus." So your words are so powerful. That's why you have to watch what you say, watch who you talk to, watch who you're on the phone with, watch all this negative stuff on TV, on videos. You got to watch it because you're hearing all this stuff and it's going into your head. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing. So if you're going to have faith, you got to hear something that's faithful, like God. If you're going to have fear, you listen to fear. You're watching the news all day. You ever watch the news and the whole... 30 minutes is negative. Then at the end, we got a good story about somebody did something. World News do that. They'll watch the whole thing is negative. Then at the end, well, this the story of the week, somebody won a car or something. They'll say something like that. But they didn't fill your brain up with all this negative stuff, and then you listening to it, and you go to bed. So you have to, sometimes you got to separate yourself from this negativity and feed yourself on the word of God. Feed yourself on the word of God. My wife, every night, she's putting on something that we listen to before we go to bed. I'm like, what will we listen to tonight? Some faith-filled words. Some faith, all you wake up, you didn't hear Faith-filled words. Caleb, go to sleep, we put on music, Christian music in his room all night, just playing. And he know how to do it himself now. Before you go to bed, you know what to do. Pray, put your music on so you can meditate on that word. And if you have any sickness, put on healing scriptures. Let it play through your house. Let it play, and while you're saying it, you're confessing it. Yeah, while you're saying, "Say faith comes by hearing the word of God," but the other thing is, we have to realize faith works by love. So you can get faith, but in order for it to work, you have to walk in love. And a lot of Christians don't get that part. Yeah, you can faith comes by hearing. But in order for it to work, you have to walk in love yes, sir. Yes, sir. with the person you may not like at church, your brother, your sister that you don't like. It's not going to work. So if you have anything, any art, the Bible says you have any art against them. Let's read that scripture real quick in Mark 11. Mark 11, I'm going to come back to that. I just want to say that Mark eleven twenty four, 24, just real quickly, because a lot of people don't read the bottom of that. The one I just said, let's, see, let's go to 23 real, 22. And Jesus asked and said to them, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, I believe Jesus was walking, talking, and he was passing by a mountain. So he's looking at a mountain. He said, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his what? Heart. Because you can doubt in here, but in your heart you have to be strong in faith. Because faith comes from your heart. So don't feel discouraged when your thoughts come. You just got to cast those thoughts down. But you're strong in your faith and your spirit. He said, uh, but believe that those things, what he says, will be done. He would have whatsoever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatsoever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. 25. This, this is the part most people, you know, we're we shouting at that. We stop. We don't go to 25. He's saying, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything, can you, can you read that with me? He said, if you have what? Anything. Finish reading. Ooh, come on. Anything is what? Anything is, good. so go, go, you gotta forgive them, but go to the person. Because sometimes people may have hurt you, or may have passed by you didn't speak, and you don't, they don't know that they offended you. I don't know, sometimes I pass by people and somebody, Mr. Jones didn't speak to me, I didn't know. So you go to, you know, if, if you did something personally, go to the person, hey, Mr. Jones, I didn't like what you did, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's, let's get it together. But if you don't, you're gonna hold it, then you're gonna call your friend, <laughs> Jesus. You're after church, friend. You're after dinner, friend. People go to the restaurants, and boy, they tell by everything happening in the church but the Holy Spirit. Girl, did you see this? Or man, did you see this? That's why you got to watch who you talk to. You have to, because most people love God, but they just talk too much. And you're getting yourself, people just start talking on the phone. Sometimes people know What's going on in church if they don't come to church before they before you get home? People are calling before they get home and, and, and tell you everything that happened in the church and they're at home. We have to stop that. This man of God is preaching his word, he's delivering the word. You have to live the word. And live the word, sometimes meaning shutting up. <laughs> I don't want to say it like that. But you have to sometimes just keep your mouth shut. Amen. I want to show you how sometimes when we trust in God, sometimes God don't come when we want him to come. Sometimes it's like, God, can you be like yesterday? I was waiting, you know, sometimes God won't come. I want to read something to you. Go to, uh, what is it, John 11, real quickly. I know we got time. I'm trying to, I'm going to get back to that. I just want to show you something. John 11. I just like reading the word and I like to ask questions. John 11, and I want y'all to read this. Look, look what he said. I'm not going to read the whole story, but in John 11, verse 6. Read that. Now this is, you know, Lazarus Lazarus was dead, and his sister wanted Jesus to come here. Look, look what Jesus did. I'm like, Jesus, read verse 6. What do you say Jesus, come on now. (laughs) I'm like, and that's four days. Literally, if you keep reading, Jesus stood four days. Jesus was saying, I'm going to wait to make sure. So when I raise him from the dead, he knows it was was me. And sometimes when we are believing for God, it may be like, God, when are you going to do? You know, this is do, but you know, God said, I know. He said, I know. He said, have faith in me. Have faith that I'm going to do it. Have faith that I'm going to come through for you. Just go to sleep. And when you have faith, I know you, people can tell testimonies after testimonies how like God came through for them. Came through. Sometimes it's just like that, you're just moving. God would just move it like that. But sometimes God said, I want to build your faith. I want you to trust in me all along, so I'm just going to wait. I'm, it's not that he's not going to do it, but he want to just so he can get all the glory. So you don't say your auntie did it, or your brother did it, or this and that. God said, I did it. And that's what faith in God is, having faith in him until the end. Let's finish this story so we can get our kids home. Continue on in um, Daniel 3, and I stopped at uh, 27. Read verse 27, Daniel 3, 27. And I want you all to read because reading, some people don't just read the Bible. Some people don't read these things. So faith comes by hearing, hearing, hearing. So when you say it, because we have an outer ear and an inner ear. You have an outer ear and an inner ear. So just, just listen to yourself sometime on the record. Listen to how you sound. Listen to how you sound. That's your inner ear. So faith comes by hearing. So when you say it, you're putting it in yourself. You're putting it in you. So let's read together. Read. Governors, kings, counselors. 28. Effective. Ooh, Jesus, stop there. They saw that nothing Happened to them. Even their coats and their hats and everything they had on was still the same. And that's how it's gonna be when you have faith in God. You're gonna come out spotless. God, God, God says she stood on my word. You're gonna come out nobody, you're gonna come out stronger than you went in. Because when you go in sometime, it's building your faith, building your faith. Because it's keeping you on your knees. It's keeping you in the word of God. God, I thank you for your word. I'm st- so you're, getting, you're building up yourself in your most holy of faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So when you come out, you're stronger. And God said, that's what I wanted. He said, I could have did it quickly for you, but I wanted you to seek me. He said, seek me while I may be found. And a lot of people don't seek God. You think God is microwave. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Say your quick prayers before you go to bed. Get up in the morning, say a prayer in the shower. Good. On your way to work. You expect God. You haven't spent no time. He said, I just want time with you. I, I just want you to spend a little time with me. If you got to be work, if you're getting up at 6.30, get up at uh, uh, 6 o'clock. And watch how your life change. You spend that time with God. And you don't have to find anywhere, a closet, a room, anywhere. Everywhere house we had, I told my wife, we, I needed a time with God. I first was in a closet. Moved everything out, had a lamp in there, my little box. Me and God. And when you spend that time with God, he's going to be intimate with you. It's a relationship. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. You want to build that relationship. So when you come out and you go to work, you're ready to go. Good morning. Speaking to everybody, good morning. Yeah, yeah. When you go to work, people say they're not a morning person. I always say, no, you're just not a praying morning person. <laughs> That's all. I need my coffee first. I need this. No, you just haven't Because pre- you can't come out of God's presence and being mean. It, it, it's not, if you come in God's present work, you say, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. So if you go in there praising him and thanking him and thanking him, by the time you come out, you're ready to go. You put on your whole armor of God, and Ephesians 6, put on your armor of God, you're ready to go. So when those things happen to you, they're bouncing off. They're, they're bouncing off. And you're able but you don't, don't pray. You expect to go out in this demonic world no prayer, no scriptures, no nothing and you think you're going to make when all those darts coming against you. You're not going to make it. He said his word is living, powerful, sharpening any 2 edged sword. His word. So you need the word of God daily. This is your medicine right here. So when you put that armor on, every day put your armor on Ephesians. Put your armor on in the name of Jesus and I'm ready to conquer whatever's going to come my way. And when you get home, hey, get into prayer, get into worship, thank him for that day. But don't leave the house without prayer. And that's just a side note. Let's finish on the next verse. I think we're about to finish this up. Verse what? 28? Yes, read verse 28. Keep going, We're going to thirty. Keep going. Except their God. So at that point, he said, "Listen, I'm. I'm going to read that He said, "Anybody that worship any other God besides their gods, because he, their God, because they have shown me their God is real." Yeah, our God is real. All these other gods that they're serving, Buddha, Muhammad, all of them. You can, That's all to you. I'm not going to argue with you. But I know what my God has done. That's why you don't have to argue with people when you're witnessing. You don't have to argue with them. I know who delivered me 30 years ago. That's, that's all you tell them. If, you, if he's doing something for you, that's fine. So it's not an argument. Let's continue on. Verse 28. 29, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ooh, Jesus. Now, I'm going to read it. Leave that up there. Leave that up there real quick. He said, therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language, or speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and the bad Negro. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, listen. He said, he shall be what? Go to the next verse. Ooh. Houses. He said, the last verse, read the last verse. They got promoted because they went through the fire. They didn't give up. They stood on the word and they got promoted. What if they were to give up? So sometimes you're giving up too fast. I know it's hard. Listen, it's not easy being a minister. You get attacked like all the time. You know what I'm saying? But you have to stand on the word of God. Yeah, it's not easy, but you have to stand on the word of God. Most people don't stand on the word of God. They just give in and say it's not worth it. And that's why right now it's critical that you stand on this word of God. Because the way the world is going on now, like Pastor said, it is close and the mark of the beast is serious. And you're going to have to stand on this word or you're going to take the mark. They're going to say you can't go to Walmart, you can't do nothing unless you have a mark you put out it in your hand. It's just a, just a, a cold. Well, okay. Yeah, you're going to have to stand for God or fall for anything. And with the way the world going on now, it's close. So you have to build yourself up in the word of God. And, 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 and learn God and trust him more than anything. To say, God, if, if, if I have to die for this, I will. And that's what these three Hebrew boys did. They said, if I have to die, I will. So you have to get to that point in God to say, all of the stuff I got, the houses, the cars, the money, All that stuff is nothing if I don't have you. Because all that stuff is going to be, listen, if you have God, you're going to make it. You're going to make it in these last days. But I encourage you to stay in your word, pray, forgive, walk in love, you and your wife come together, pray together. Any offense towards each other, forgive each other. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm telling you now, it is not worth it for you to be mad at holding offense towards your wife or towards anyone. So I just wanted to share that because when I got the word, I said, God is so faithful. And me and my wife have seen God so faithful in our lives since we've been here. And I just want to encourage you all, God is faithful. He will not leave you no matter what you're going through. Can we all stand? y'all stand please. No matter what you're going through, no matter what the situation may be, everyone, stand, please. God is just and is able to deliver you from whatever fiery furnace you may be facing. He can help you regardless of what you're facing, no matter what it is. Just close your eyes. You play something. You close your eyes. And I want to encourage you. I want to speak over your life because we all go through things. We all go through situations. We all go through things. But being a Christian, that's the main thing we have—the faithfulness of God. You see, even when we are faithless. I want to read this one scripture to you and it was so powerful. It said, go ahead and you can play. Second Timothy 2.13. He said, if we are unfaithful. This is the new living translation. See, if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful. He cannot deny who he is. He cannot deny who he is. Even when you're Faith. God is still faithful, cause He's a faithful God. That's why you guys realize there's nothing that you can do to stop God from loving you, cause He's a loving God. He don't change like we do. Get mad at you? I don't want to be around you. I'm mad at God. Don't change. He's a con- consistent loving God. He loves you no matter what. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously and make this ministry outreach possible. Click the link in the description to give now or visit hcio.org slash podcast for more information. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Even tag us on social media at Harvest Church KC. Thanks again for listening.